Welcome back to Ethan on Action. I'm your host, Ethan Bowden. I'm joined here by Peter. And we've been gone for a while. It's been a while. Been a little hiatus. A while. A while. I've been busy with life. Yeah. What's been going on with you? you with us? With us? <laughs> just with been, everything. Just been busy. We had uh, one of our close friends' wedding. Yeah. Shout out to Andy. Great wedding. Great wedding. Yeah. No yeah. AC, but great wedding. <laughs> Lots of action. Turned out for the best, though. Great story. It's great, great story involved. I had a few work trips. I was in Chicago. Nice, nice. I actually left right from the wedding to Chicago. I don't know how you did that, but it's crazy. <laughs> then landed and went right to work. Did right not into a sleep. trade show. <laughs> and, but, and keep in mind, I was in the wedding party. Yep. So <laughs> a lot of duties. Pretty busy. Pretty busy, but uh, fun. It makes for a good story. Just been busy. Haven't had time. Uh, sorry to all my fans. Just Ryan. <laughs> All your fan. <laughs> Before we start this episode, let's give a special shout out to my biggest fan, Chris R. Hey, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Bo. Chris R., the uh, coolest brown guy I know, and uh, Gordon R., the R's. <laughs> the R's. The R's, and R's. Ryan. Uh, there are so many R's. <laughs> <laughs> the three R's. The three big fans, the R's. R, R, R. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness. Quite a mouthful. I figured we'd review it because it's just came back on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, we so, were there for opening night though. Yeah, we yeah. watched it together yeah. in movie theaters mm-hmm. and IMAX. Was... Wait, was it IMAX? <laughs> Does it matter? Doesn't matter. But no, we watched it together on opening night, and now that it's out, we got to experience it. In home viewing. And uh, what are your thoughts? I enjoyed it more on my second viewing than I did on my first one. I Maybe I went in with a little too high expectations. Did you kind of think that's, you did it? <laughs> that's actually how all the my movie experiences have been, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. The first time through, I'm like expecting this and that, and I don't enjoy it as much. Then on mm-hmm. second viewing, I'm like, oh, okay, it's not mm-hmm. too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's a narrative mess yeah yeah <laughs> i there's certainly things to enjoy from it um i i do like uh, the little character arc because you know how strange this whole thing is about there's only one way there's only one way and then someone finally questions couldn't there be another mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i um i had some well i've I actually always felt cold too strange so i've never really been a huge fan of him because i just there's um i'm not sure if it's the way benedict Cumberbatch is playing him or just the character himself but i, I just i felt that there's a coldness to him well he does come off as like an iron man knockoff but like not as lovable <laughs> exactly that's why it's a knockoff yeah. right knock he's, off he's and, basically yeah, knockoff and he does magic and so powers. yeah so i i never i just never really attached myself to his character and and just um and he's getting pushed so much in this phase yeah like, so and plus he, he doesn't really have chemistry with rachel mcadams yeah, I guess not, yeah. Like, I, I love seeing Rachel McAdams. She's from yeah. our neck of the woods, right? Southwest. Who would you Ontario. say he's had the most chemistry with? With everyone that, you know, he's got those little sidekicks for... Spider-Man? <laughs> you think Spider-Man? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. That's yeah. uh, that, The only really emotional scene that I could pull out of my head right now is uh, from um, No Way Home. Mm-hmm. How he's like, everyone that's loved you, we will forget. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 ah, ah, ah. Like I know that I know they had that the whole uh, Iron Man thing. How he's like, it was the only way, Tony. But then it turns out he only brought him back so he can kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I've always I loved the first movie. Um, I just liked how they. It was another corner of the MCU that they um, uh, explored, mm-hmm. and how they tied a little bit of like the whole Tibet. Well, we're not supposed to say Tibetan, <laughs> blah blah blah, all that stuff because they would try to Come get into. They tried to get into the Chinese market. Didn't work around this time. <laughs> but how they tied into the whole like monastery and like the martial arts stuff, I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: this movie was not screened in China. Yep. None of them were. None of the new Phase Fours were since Black Widow. Yeah, like like. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole other discussion. Not there. not even <laughs> No Way Home, surprisingly. And they're still like just making like yeah cash over blows my mind. Just, I know yeah. there's all that each movie has their separate controversies, but it's also 
China's trying to push their own content finally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, they're really restricting the Western stuff. Yeah, <laughs> good for them. Whatever. Yeah. As long as they play Mission Impossible, that's all I care about. <laughs> uh, back to this film. I the action because our podcast mainly focused on the action here. It's very weightless, <laughs> and they can't really avoid that. <laughs> it's magic, right? Yeah. Um, but I found that when when the action is grounded. That's when I was captivated. For example, like my favorite scene in the movie is when Wanda is limping and chasing them through the hallways. Oh my god, that's yeah, best scene in the movie. Holy, Holy. It's terrifying as well, and like she yeah. looks like she's like she looks like Carrie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also yeah. like uh, the little hand to hand fight between Mardo and yeah, uh, you like Strange. that. You like I, I it, was, it looked okay. better <laughs> on the small screen. Because the big screen, it, it was hard. Um, only because it's larger and the way it was cut a bit too fast. But on the small screen, I, I felt it worked a lot better. Yeah. So I guess part of the the whole cabotage training is also martial arts training. Yeah, than, I guess. yeah, Because yeah. yeah. um, they they kind of brushed over that quickly in the first yeah. movie. All of a sudden, so you I know, thought it was all sorcery stuff. But hey, you know, there's a little hand to hand. Yeah, stuff. all of a sudden, it's martial arts. <laughs> and it's like, all right, let's spar, Marto. Yeah. Spar. Yeah, and obviously he's like parkouring like Tony Jaw up the wall. <laughs> Sick. But uh, like we all know what happened, how this was supposed to be for No Way Home, and then there was all these yeah. supposed reshoots. How they yep. were trying to make it as big as No Way Home. Mm-hmm. I guess what it is is we, we as fans just expect way too much. Because I, going into this movie, I was expecting like Deadpool, <laughs> Blade, Wesley Snipes, Blade, uh, Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage. Hey, we got John Kaczynski and Professor X. Okay. <laughs> now, were those added in the reshoots? Just that whole sequence? It seems like it was. Like especially uh, invisible the John Kaczynski, Mister uh, Fantastic. Mister Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, just his scenes seem really. Um, out of touch. <laughs> it just, it didn't feel like it fit in. It was like a, a puzzle piece. just didn't fit in. They're like trying to cram it in. The whole sequence feels weird. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. And like it, it, it doesn't feel fleshed out or thought out whatsoever. Like as, as cool as all the deaths were, because yeah. like her, like she was really badass in the scene. Mm. They're just, you didn't feel anything for them because it just felt so superfluous. It's like they're just side characters or this universe doesn't really matter. So yeah, yeah, it just had no, that none of that, emotional oomph like you think it looks cool but really there's no emotional oomph behind it really well the best death was uh black bolt <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was so brutal <laughs> he had it coming though his head caved in <laughs> they they that, that was a good setup because they they set him up as like a like you hate this guy yeah that stupid grin he has hmm <laughs> i could destroy you <laughs> mm. i'm from the worst show ever <laughs> And also the the CGI in this film doesn't seem as polished as No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It it felt like a rushed production. Um, Professor X, I mean, they gave him that X Men music. Oh, I love that though. That was that's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, and also Wanda is also like a very difficult character to put to screen because she's so freaking powerful. Mm-hmm. And in her fight scenes, it just doesn't make sense because at one point she's dissolving people with her mind. Yeah, and why isn't she just doing that to everyone? And then she's just, like, punching people. <laughs> it, it's a very difficult character to put on screen. The only mm-hmm. thing I can think of is maybe, like, she has to be focused, so you got to, like, distract her a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little I, bit. I think that's just an overall problem Marvel's going to have to deal with. Just as you go along and you're moving on along these phases, like, everyone's just getting more and more powerful, and it's, yeah, the it's power to levels. the point where, like, it's hard to, like, relate <laughs> to, yeah. to the characters or anything anymore. Because that was the problem with uh, Defenders, the Netflix episode of uh, the show. Remember, like, the final battle didn't make any sense? Mm-hmm. Like, all the power levels were off, all the power rankings. I, I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. Especially Daredevil. He's, like, going toe-to-toe with, like, um, Elektra, who's supposed to be as powerful as that black guy. <laughs> Luke Cage? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, black guy? <laughs> I don't remember his name. Yeah. Great character. Great character. Love yeah. that guy. Love that guy. Now, doesn't mean we hate this movie. There are things that I love about this movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the the water. Whenever it, when all the Raimi stuff happens, oh, the director Sam yeah. Raimi, which is the reason why I even yeah. watch this movie. Yeah. To be honest, like I really enjoyed the um, that scene where she uh, Scarlet Witch is breaking into Comertage and they're trying to hide in that room, and she's coming through like the reflections. Yeah, that was like really well done, especially when she actually crawls out of it. It's actually really creepy the way like. It was like kind of shot that the CGI of it actually kind of fit in that yeah. little sequence. Right? Yeah, yeah. Overall, it, it does 
like I said, the, the CGI itself makes it look too much like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Greater third act, though. Holy. The way they made zombies strange. How they made him look like... Um, like half Skeletor. What's his name? <laughs> Bruce. The Bruce. evil dead guy. Oh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. They, they made him like Bruce Campbell from Army of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he looked like. <laughs> Even with like half, half his face missing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> sick homage. Um, and also another scene where I felt that um, um, that was not rushed and it was completed to its full potential mm-hmm. was the, uh, the dance of the music fight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That whole setup, the cool. way, the, the look of the scene, it didn't look cheap. It looked like everything went, went according to plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That whole sequence was just picture perfect. Yeah. I was, during that fight scene, I was reminded of the uh, fight, the music fight, the bass fight from Scott Pilgrim. And also like that music, uh, kind of the two villains from Kung Fu Hustle. Right. Their, their, yeah. uh, the harp chord or whatever they're yeah. using. Yeah. So it brought me back to that, but yeah, they, they did it really well though. This is like with the classic music, like being infused in it. It was like beautiful, like little synergy. there. <laughs> I just felt that that scene didn't look cheap. Whereas certain scenes looked cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it was probably like a $200 million yeah. movie. But just, just like the CGI all looking cheap, but then they're the movements of the actors themselves, like trying to like pretend that they're avoiding things. Like you could just tell they're like, they, they have to run and pretend something's there instead of actually yeah. having something physically there that right. they have to avoid. So just it, everything felt like very weightless and yeah. Overall, I um, how would you rate this movie out of like a ten? Oh, ten. Okay. Um, it's a middling MCU movie for me overall. Uh, I probably give it a you know, six point five to seven. Yeah, I'd probably give it like a six. I actually <laughs> might be a bit of a hot take, but I, I actually enjoy Iron Man two more than this. Oh come on, <laughs> come on! Iron Man two is pretty sick, underrated MCU yeah. movie. So one thing I want to want to touch on as well, like one of the things that kind of, I guess, nitpick or bother me about the Doctor Strange universe, yeah, it just it feels like there's a spell for everything. <laughs> there's always an answer, always an easy solution, or always a book, or always a spell that they can just cast. Like it. it the movie, whole movie just feels like a whole deus ex machina that they can just come up with. Just because, hey, we have a spell for that. And so that also takes me out of it as well. Just like there, no problems really are that hard for Doctor Strange to solve. So, And also, I also wanted to touch on Bruce Campbell's cameo. On the rewatch, I felt kind of bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a guy that had his food stolen from some random girl. And then now he has to punch himself for like a three weeks straight. He didn't really do anything bad at all. <laughs> so I felt bad for him. <laughs> now moving, before we move on, let's talk a little bit about Wanda. Like I know some people were problematic about her. Um, only like the whole, how do you treat a woman in this scenario versus a man? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause like she makes a good point, right? Like, when Strange does it, it's he's a hero. But when she does it, she's uh, emotional and this and that. She's oh, yeah. a villain. <laughs> I, I see the problems. I get that. Um, but the thing about Sam Raimi movies, like m- mainly Sam Raimi movies, they're not really about plot. <laughs> they're more about style and delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just glad that they were uh, they, they tried their best to make her a s- sympathetic villain. Like WandaVision kind of did that, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, and I, I think it's kind of ballsy how they made an Avenger the villain of the movie. Yeah, I really like that choice that they made there, and I like that they introduced it pretty early too. Like, right from like Act One, like you knew she was the villain, so none of that. I thought that was a bit clunky. No, you didn't like that. I, I didn't really like that. I, I thought that was because so I, I felt like it was building up. Like she had her kind of origin story in Wandavision already. Yeah. So you didn't need to do that much more. Yeah. To to kind of explain why. I'm not saying were, push it till yeah. mid like second act twist or anything. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that whole scene was clunky in general. The actual which, scene. As well. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, hey, Wanda, I need your help. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, where America. This girl is. Yeah, I didn't say her name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was a bit clunky. It was a bit clunky. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, I did enjoy the movie. I did Would like... you put her as a top-tier Marvel villain overall? 
Or would she, is she more middle of the pack for you? She's like middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. But I, I, I do like the idea that an Avenger became a villain. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty uh, cool idea. Yeah. Now, funny enough, I actually watched Jurassic World Dominion like a few days ago in theaters. And it's very similar to this movie. <laughs> it's a clunky mess. Like, narratively, it makes no sense. Yeah. Everything's about coincidences. People just run, run in and out of, like, literally run in and out of each other. Um, but there are some pretty damn cool set pieces in that movie, man. <laughs> I still recommend it for the set pieces. Oh, yeah. I'm just... The raptor chase in Malta on motorcycles and parkour. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> they look cool in trailers. It's pretty, it's pretty well done. It's yeah. pretty freaking well done. Um, the dino. Hey, the, man. The dino fight at the end kind of happens out of nowhere. <laughs> like, literally out of nowhere. But there is, like, a third dino in the... There's, like, a triple threat match at the end, and he's, like, pretty terrifying. Um, like, you remember the first Jurassic World, how it, it basically built up to, like, T-Rex fighting the Indominus Rex? Yep. There's no build-up this time. It's them trying it to run... Happens. It just happens. They're running away. All of a sudden, it's like, they just show up. They're like, oh, it's not about us. <laughs> pretty weird, but I still recommend it. Great set pieces. Yeah. Now, 2022, I want to talk about this because this episode is also a bit of a catch-up episode. That's why mm-hmm. we're not doing like a full, yeah. full A lot of uh, great review. movies we've uh, haven't had the full chance to fully I, analyze. I think we've been like spoiled this year in terms of action movies. Like a lot is happening. A lot of great action movies, a lot of good uh, TV shows catching my attention. Um, I watched quite a bit. I pretty much watched every single one of them. So for like... <laughs> One or two. Wait, but. have you caught up on the boys yet? The last time we spoke, yeah. you didn't. Uh, yeah, so. Okay. of course. So the first thing I want to talk about was Moonfall. Did you watch Moonfall? No, I have not seen that. <sighs> it's so Roland dumb. Emmerich? It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. But it's so much fun. <laughs> in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm in the 90s because um, you get a Roland Emmerich movie and you get a Michael Bay movie. And they're both like... <laughs> the same year? They're probably they're both not that bad. Oh but my god, what is this? Nineteen ninety seven? Independence Day and Oregon? <laughs> but Moonfall, it's a great watch, great special effects, kinda makes sense. Story, eh. But <laughs> like spectacle, man. Spectacle. <laughs> uh Uncharted. I I actually really enjoyed this movie. I, I thought it was a Fun little hang. <laughs> yeah, initially I, I said I loved this movie because I saw, saw it in theaters. I got like high off the Tom Holland drug. Like, whoa, Chris, you don't get moving all time, bro. But uh, I, re- I rewatched it. Yeah, I get it. It's not. Yeah, it's not a great story. It's not a... <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, it's still just fun. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. It's pretty freaking fun. And I liked how um how they danced around certain things because you know how Drake in the video game is a mass murderer. <laughs> yes <laughs> like a total psychopath like yeah. breaks people's necks shoots yeah. people's smiles and like parkours and it, it toys around with that like he doesn't kill anybody I'm pretty sure he only shoots the gun once yeah the at, at the end yeah like i don't think he actually he only intentionally kills a guy like at the end yeah but and le- he had to yeah like, <laughs> but like leading up to it they toyed around with everybody died by accident yeah, yeah. he didn't really he doesn't really throw a punch other if you notice he kicks mm-hmm. but like poorly <laughs> and a lot of times he, he's doing Jackie stuff Jackie Chan stuff he's like parkour and like mm-hmm. trying to dance around guys mm-hmm. and I, I liked how they played around with that because even with me like I'm not the biggest Uncharted fan but I know it well enough mm-hmm. to appreciate it but, but leading up to when he finally puts on the strap and pulls out the gun and the music kicks in it's like yeah I was like sick this sick yeah when he puts those straps on you like uh, the third one though, the third Uncharted, which is like the major set piece of the, yeah, the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So, how did you feel it translated to the screen like that? I thought the video game did it much better. Of course, <laughs> it's, it's a the much plane, more fun. the plane, and the truck stuff. Yeah, yeah the video yeah. games you can't top that. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Um, still enjoyed it, but uh, you know, I'm not really sold on him as actually Drake. Yeah. I, I, no, I really does. wish Nathan Fillion. Could. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. <laughs> we sold go as. back in time and just cast Nathan Fillion. Yeah, I'm not sold on Mark Wahlberg as Sully. No, I don't. I but don't. the thing is, I you know we've seen so many adaptations and plus world enough to understand that yeah. when you see an adapt adaptation, it's a different take. Yeah, it's just on, how it is. On the video game scale, compared to the, everything else, it's it's you know top tier. It's pretty high. <laughs> top tier. It's pretty freaking high. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I and I like the <laughs> I like all, all the little dynamic between uh, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Like, the, the banter. 
Uh, especially the part where um, where Tom Holland grabs like his phone. It's like, Jesus Christ, Sully, there's like 20 apps open right now. <laughs> Only because every time I, my dad gives me his phone, there's always like 20 apps <laughs> over. He doesn't know how to close them. <laughs> Why is my battery draining so fast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, this one All might right. be my favorite movie of the year. Tell me. Ambulance. <sighs> I thought she, you were going to say something else. No, did you watch it? No, I still have not watched it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to watch this movie. I'm crying. I'm crying about how good this You've movie is. You've been talking about it nonstop. Right. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Like, everybody needs to watch this movie. It's a freaking good movie. Great movie. It's like, <laughs> funny enough, it's inspired by Speed. Mm-hmm. It's actually a remake of, like a, I think, a Dutch movie. Okay. But anyways, the way the action is inspired by Speed, and it's you know Speed is not really an action movie. How <laughs> explain yourself? Okay, all right, <laughs> it's an action movie, but there's really not like an action scene. Okay, it's just like one long set piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what Ambulance is. Okay, it's like one giant long set piece. Mm-hmm. I know I could go on and on with the drones. Yes, he uses drones, but practical action. Mm-hmm. Everything, like there's very few, little CGI, mm-hmm. and also Gyllenhaal, <laughs> Gyllenhaal at ninety. <90? laughs> it's just the, the premise itself just really turned me out. It just seems so stupid. What do you mean they're brothers? <laughs> okay. What, what do you mean they're brothers though? <laughs> like if this came out of the nineties, it'd be like yes, <laughs> this premise makes sense. Hell yeah. In the nineties. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nowadays. The, f- the funny thing is the flashback when they're kids is supposed to be the 90s yeah. but it looks like the 60s <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> yeah <laughs> yo they're brothers man they're <laughs> brothers <laughs> and i like how um i i know i've said i, I i've been kind of mixed f- feelings on the whole michael bay look the high mm-hmm. high contrast mm-hmm. exaggerated colors yeah i kind of miss it though <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it does seem dated but i kind of miss it because everything's so dull now all right i gotta ask you peak meridian Michael Bay, what is it for you? Well, Armageddon. Well, no, not Armageddon. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Hot takes. Fro- Freudian slip. <laughs> no, The Rock's his best movie. Absolutely. The Rock is like a masterpiece. Uh, Total yeah. masterpiece. But this is up there. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's pretty damn good, man. Right, it's pretty, pretty it cool. Out. I'll check it It's out. pretty cool. <laughs> and, like, again, I just want to talk about the visual aesthetic a little bit here. Now, a little bit outdated. Everything's so like flat and immutant nowadays. But back in the day, before Michael Bay was, we all know it was Tony Scott, which he ripped this style off from. And before Tony Scott, it was a European style. Because mm. before, American movies were like how they look now. Yeah. Flat and boring. And Tony Scott and Ridley Scott came over and they were the European filmmakers that brought this look. Hmm. Made them all look cool. And Bay <laughs> took it. And now it's an American look, oddly enough. It's weird how that works. Yeah. But watch it. Watch it. Next one. I don't think you watch this one because I'm. It's probably another one I forced you to watch, but you fused. <laughs> the Contractor. What the fuck is this? Is this Mark Wahlberg? No. 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 Uh, taller, handsomer Wahlberg. <laughs> Chris Pine. Uh, is he that much taller than Wahlberg? They seem I, like the same size. Mark Wahlberg's like my height, 5'8", and uh, Chris Pine's like 6'1". Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen This Is War or trailers for This Is War where it's like Tom Hardy and Chris Pine? Because Tom, Tom Hardy's around my height, and Chris Pine's like <laughs> way towering above him. They're fighting over Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Anyways, Contractor. It's, it's kind of like a Tom Clancy... Mission gone wrong. People he works for <laughs> betraying him. Now he needs to get revenge. Wait, so he's playing Jack Ryan again? <laughs> yeah, and I never liked any of the even even the newer ones, whatever. Yeah. But no, this movie's interesting because a Chris Pine is a, an American gem that needs to be celebrated. Oh yeah, love Chris Pine. <laughs> he's a great freaking actor, a great physical actor. How has actor. he not been in the MCU yet? I know he's in Wonder Woman, Star yeah, Trek, yeah, but <laughs> Star Trek. But this is a good movie. There's even this really cool action scene where they're fighting in like a waterway tunnel and he's like running sideways on the wall. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, those like water 
ravine things yep. like in cities it was like a european city and it's like on a 45 degree angle mm-hmm. so he's being chased by a motorcycle and he's running sideways on that while the motorcycle is chasing him <laughs> and he's outrunning the motorcycle yeah man yeah and he's having like his own like little uh reconnaissance like the pinaissance because he did this movie and then there was like another movie that was on prime was great whatever check it out uh, <laughs> but he's back he's back check it out he's never left. <laughs> and uh final shootout pretty good Pretty good. All right. You know how hard it is to do shootouts. They did. It's pretty good. Check it out. All right. All right. There's even there's even that scene where you know the guy goes, "You betrayed me." <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you betrayed sold me. Now. You sold me out. You sold me. <laughs> there's that scene. Hell yeah. Next up. I don't think you watched this one either. Actually, you know what? Well, I'll skip that. We'll talk about the movie that we did watch just so you can talk. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. 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 Here, you can talk. You haven't talked in a while. <laughs> so, actually, <laughs> I am not as high on this movie as everyone else in the world, apparently, because people love this movie. Yeah. Uh, I never watched the first one, but I know enough about it. I've seen it enough in pulp culture to know almost beat for beat how the movie goes or whatever. Uh, but I... I I just, I couldn't connect to the characters. I couldn't connect to the, I, I love all the action stuff. Like anything in the airplane is like, damn, exhilarating as hell. Uh, but everything else to me, just like, I don't know. Like, uh, actually, actually more on the action side though. It just, it felt very predictable. <laughs> like, it, it was obvious that like, certain things were going to happen. Like Miles Teller saving Tom Cruise at the end there. And then, um, what's his face? We love the guy. Ice, not Iceman. <laughs> Hangman. Hangman. Hangman coming in at the very end to, like, you know, save both those guys. Hell yeah. Yeah, like, you knew it was coming. It's still, like, a crowd-pleasing moment or whatever, yeah. but in the back of your mind, you knew it was coming. So. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah. Great filmmaking. Just great filmmaking overall. But I, for me, it just, I, I couldn't emotionally, it didn't emotionally resonate with me, and I really didn't care about any of the romance stuff or anything like that. Great as Jennifer Connelly is and everything, and so hot <laughs> for fifty Beautiful. plus age, gorgeous, so hot. Yeah, but no, yeah. I'm like I'm with the rest of the world. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I actually don't like the first movie. Like I've seen it, but I don't remember any of it. I don't I enjoy it to watch at all. It. I just, I've never. It's been hard. It's it. hard to get through. <laughs> I know it's a classic. I don't have a good time watching it. It's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. This movie, I'll admit, the pacing is a bit slow. Because Joseph Kaczynski, he's not really the best at drama. He really isn't. But what I liked about this movie, what I connected with was Tom Cruise, ever since the whole Katie Holmes stuff, ever since then, he's basically been like the the, the perfect hero, the guy you turn to, this and that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, they kind of made him as like, like an, they, they did the whole Bond too old for this thing. We don't need him anymore, but just better. Because he's more emotional about it, right? Because mm-hmm. they're trying to like ground him. They're trying to promote him and ground him. And he's like basically saying, without this, I have nothing else. You know? Mm-hmm. And the other thing that he, and even um, Rooster talks, he's like, you have no wife, you know, k- k- children. And the other person that he could relate to, he pushed away, which is him, because he was trying to be to him, right? Mm-hmm. So I really connected with that father son dynamic or uncle, whatever you want to call it. Um, and just. I really understood how he's in the twilight of his years. He's like close to 60. Yeah. He has nothing going on. And he's just trying to A, live and have an identity and B, like just connect to something before the time's up. Because he knows he's going to die. Like whether it be in combat or just right, like old age. Right? He knows it's coming, right? Mm-hmm. So I really connected with the fact that that's why he's trying to, you know, ignite, reignite this fire with his old flame just one last time. Almost like a one last mission, but like a relationship <laughs> and like reconnect with his lost son in a way. And also, and one thing that I really <laughs> weird to say, but he finally has an age appropriate love interest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Because all, all of his love interests in the past like 10 years have been like our age, like 20 year difference, 25 year difference. Yeah. A little creepy. <laughs> a little bit, especially like the Mission Impossible movies. They're all like Rebecca Ferguson, the other chick. They're Michelle all our Ryan. age. No, Michelle Monaghan's like 10 years older now. 
or maybe five. I don't know. But like everybody else is like our age. It's kind of weird because like we watched the first mission when we were like what like twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then you watch like Eyes Wide Shut and like like his daughter in that movie is like our age. Uh, <laughs> God, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting up there. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually did really enjoy uh, Miles Teller's performance in this. He's he's actually really likable and just just really relatable. <laughs> so I I liked him. I, he's probably my MVP of the movie overall. So I really enjoyed his aspect. Um, also like the well, obviously we love Hangman, yeah. Hangman. <laughs> and I I told you this where I saw a YouTube video of him talking. And then one of the comments was like, "He is what Scott Eastwood should be." <laughs> My my guy, my favorite, my favorite actor. Are <laughs> your triple threat? Oh, I love that guy. Freaking love that guy. Um, and also the the um, Monica Barbero is that her name? Barbera, Barbero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl in the movie. Mm-hmm. I added her on Instagram. <laughs> Damn, That's a high honor right there. <laughs> Shortly after I watched the movie, great actress, great actress. Mm-hmm. I like I like her eyes. I like her eyes. Uh, final action scene is amazing. I just love the fact that it's like they're actually up there. So freaking cool. All right. Now let's move on to the movie that I know you didn't watch. Or yes, maybe you did. <laughs> the Northman. No, I have not seen that yet. <gasps> what, what, what have you watched this year? I haven't watched anything. <laughs> what have you? What? <laughs> I, I thought you were a movie podcaster. <laughs> I'm just here to like... Comment on your comments. <laughs> nice. Northman. Do I think it's a masterpiece? Not really. I think it's really damn good, though. Mm. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn cool. I like how it's it's the age-old revenge tale. But the thing is, it's not your... Stere- cause when you look at the trailer, right? It looks like your stereotypical revenge tale. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to kill my uncle. I'm going to find him. I'm going to kill everybody and everybody in my path. But it's not like that. He actually goes undercover. Because his uncle becomes, like, uh, king of some small land. Like, it's some farmer, basically. Okay. And he uh, pretends to be a slave and goes undercover as a slave on his farmland. And then he, like, gains the, his trust and then gets connected with uh, his uh, stepbrother. This and that. Is it uh, more of, a, like, a slow burn kind of movie? Because, like, the director... It's Robert Eggers, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, like, his past movies, they're, like, very kind of methodical, kind of, like, very yeah. slow burn building everything up right so it's this- slow burn but it's not that slow burn yeah it's pretty damn cool yeah. action's amazing mm-hmm. um they fight naked in a volcano oh yeah scar, scar, naked. yeah they're like dick <laughs> swinging around and shit like yeah <laughs> I I mean, no swords except for those uh, <laughs> i guess you're gonna have to watch the movie <laughs> no, I'm a Tyler I no, I don't. I don't think they're naked. I think they're supposed to be naked, but they were in cloths or something, and then yeah. they CGI the the anatomies in or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great set piece. Great <laughs> set piece. Now I do want to add like a new category. <laughs> well, because like the rewatchables are kind of we're doing, doing categories now. Right. Right, no, it's just for like what movies have we watched? So we watched uh, together Uncharted and Doctor Everything Strange. Everywhere All at Once. Oh yeah, that's another movie. Have okay. not, is that not on your list to talk? No, about? Oh, let's my talk God. about it. Yes. What do you think about that movie? I love this movie. This is a fantastic freaking movie. Just like bringing in all these different like elements, all these genres, like genre hopping a little bit, but like also like putting like an Asian family right in front and and how it's connecting with like everyone that's watching it. Like it was a great theater experience. Like it was really fun. <laughs> like seeing people react to this movie the way you want them to kind of react. Like it, it was actually a really great experience, but Overall, like, I connected so much with all the characters and everything. Like, it's so beautiful. Things you think, like, are like just one-off jokes or anything have a total payoff in the end. And I just, I thought that was so beautiful, the, the way they scripted it. And they wrote, like, each, like, small jokes expand into these giant, like, ideas and, like, uh, metaphors for, like, different things. So it's beautiful stuff. I enjoyed it, but I don't really love it as much as everybody else. Does. Really? I I appreciate the craft, mm-hmm. but it is it's not really a home run for me. Okay. I find Asians in general don't really like this movie. 
to be honest. <laughs> like I like to the five Asian friends that I have. <laughs> they they actually watched it though. <laughs> yeah, they watched it. They didn't really like it. They didn't get it. They're like it's dumb. <laughs> I I think what it is is um, Asians um, come in with a different per, um, uh, expectation mm-hmm. to this movie. I think uh, us Asians, well. The ones I know <laughs> were in myself. <laughs> we were kind of like, I was kind of, I think they were going into it looking for like a, like a Stephen Chow movie, mm-hmm. like a traditional action movie. Mm-hmm. And when you realize it's not really an action movie or martial arts movie, you kind of tune out a bit mm-hmm. and they just didn't really get it until I explained to him that it, it's about depression. It's about suicide. And they're like, oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I appreciate the craft. I appreciate the art and the hard work that goes into it. Like I can't imagine like the editing process that yeah, goes into yeah, this yeah. movie. It's not really a home run for me. I, I maybe because I when I realized when I discovered that Jack it was supposed to be Jackie Chan instead of Michelle Yeoh. I was like, uh oh. instead of Michelle Yeoh? I yeah, she would have played the husband. No, no, no. She probably would have been like the wife and this and that. But, yeah. but maybe maybe I'm a big sexist. But no, I'm joking. No, I, I enjoyed it. It's just I, I don't I think what another thing part of the reason why I don't it didn't enjoy it as much as everyone else was everybody was like, um, it's the best multiverse movie ever made. Like, mm. it's not the one. No. <laughs> That's another thing. I was hoping the one was gonna show up. That's why I was disappointed. I was like Jet Lee from the One was gonna show up. But no, again, I, no I like the story. That reference. <laughs> I like I like the story. I enjoyed it. I, it's just I didn't enjoy it as much as everybody else. Okay, okay. Which is fine. Actually, it was cool. I, I like the martial law guys showing up. <laughs> or what are they called? Martial Club. Those guys. Martial Club, yeah. Andy Lee and uh, the bald guy that's yeah. built like me. Yeah. Love those guys. Fighting with the uh, things up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ingenious. <laughs> I did really enjoy the Asian movie references, which you didn't pick up on any. <laughs> I got the Wonker one. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Asian movie reference. Obviously, the Jack and one. Uh, Stephen Chow, Wong Kar Wai was my favorite. I was like, because oh. <laughs> Wong Kar Wai is my jam. It's like, oh, oh my god, you you fit Wong Kar Wai in there. <laughs> my favorite reference, favorite reference. Which scene was it? Obviously, the uh, actress, main character, and uh, her husband, and the alleyway talk. That yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I told you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, from, so uh, obvious. From what movie though? Huh? What reference? Reference to what movie? Uh, would it be in the mood for love? Well, one of them. It's actually from pretty much all of them. Are <laughs> all like, right, 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 right. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> Asian movie scholar, Peter. Yeah, that's what I am. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I do have a category <laughs> that I want to play around with here. Well, because the rewatch listed that whole, like, is this movie better with Wayne Jenkins? <laughs> Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so. So let's go. Let's go down the list. All right, let's go to Uncharted. So we both watched it. Wait, who are we adding in? <laughs> well, if you let me. No, no, no. If you let Tell me, me now. If you let me talk. So let's start with Uncharted. We both watched this movie. Is this movie better with either Scott Atkins or Scott Eastwood? Oh, God. <laughs> Do I have to choose? <laughs> well, Scott Atkins, obviously. Well, what role? He's gotta be like a. He's gotta be like the, the main sidekick of the uh, the villain there, so he can fight Mark Wahlberg. I think he should just replace the chick as like the main villain. <laughs> That's sexist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just have him replace Antonio Banderas and have him not die. <laughs> but doing like a Spanish accent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to well. I'll do this by myself because you can watch it. Contractor would have been so much better with Scott Eastwood. <laughs> That's the guy that betrays him. So, they, so Chris Pine and Scott Eastwood, you betrayed me. You betrayed me. No one likes Scott Eastwood. <laughs> Ooh, this good one. Top Gun Maverick. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. oh, oh. <laughs> Scott Atkins or Scott Eastwood? Is it better with either of them or both? Scott Eastwood seems like he would fit more into the... Uh, yeah. The unit, you know, those, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. those students, especially one in the background that doesn't talk, but just yeah. kind of looks. You know that there's like a guy looking. that was cut out entirely. He's like, he's not even in the movie, but he's like in the promo too. He did all the training, this and that. He's like, he's just, a, he's like one of them and he just cut out completely. It's not one of the Asian guys. Is it? <laughs> no, 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 maybe. I don't know. Uh, the big picture talked about it. They named him too. They're like, he did everything 
and he's just not in the movie. Because <laughs> I know, like, Manny Jacinto, who's in one of the Asian guys, that kind of has, like, a little appearance in the movie. Yeah, a little but bit, he yeah. doesn't really have any lines or anything. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. Shame. Americans are like, Ugh, I can't connect. Ugh. At least they put us in uh, this time. In Asia, <laughs> fighter, but... Uh. <laughs> Come on, get rid of him! <laughs> but if Scott Eastwood is, they're like, oh, wow. Ah, look how good looking he's he is. He's so cool. <laughs> you, know, you know how Scott Eastwood, uh, only because it's like a bit of a thankless role? <laughs> the John Hamm role? <laughs> he's like so young, he's like, we're trying to order. <laughs> makes no sense. I know. The worst. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, I know. No, if anything, he would be like Hangman. No, he could be Bob. He'd be the Bob. No oh. one likes him. <laughs> you know who Bob is, right? Who's playing Bob? Guess. No, I don't know. <laughs> what does that chin look like to you? Was it like a butt chin? It's Bill Pullman's son. Is it? Yeah. Oh. That's cool. Yeah, I, I actually just saw him in Out of Range on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Check it out. Good good show. Yeah. And uh, I totally forgot he was in it. And then I watched this. I'm like, who is this Bill guy? Bill Pullman's son. Yeah, Bill Pullman's son. Uh, wish he could have made a speech before they went off to fly. Like his dad. All right, ambulance. Wait, you didn't watch that one. <laughs> he could be the ambulance driver. <laughs> what other movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, we can talk about uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. <laughs> Scott Atkins was actually in the first Doctor Strange. Is <laughs> it better? Because it... Which one was he? Don't make me slap you. <laughs> Don't make me slap you. Is he part me. of... Bad guys. Don't make me slap you. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> he has like a fight scene with like it's strange. I don't remember. <laughs> He's like he does all those Scott Atkins kicks and stuff. Okay. Remember they fight in the afterlife? Oh, is that him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's cool. But in this one, it should be like uh, I don't know. Scott Eastwood comes back. <laughs> Scotty. I think Scott Eastwood should have been Mister Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Exactly. Well, not, yeah, you don't need him to it's be not good like Joseph Krasinski did, or John Krasinski did anything. <laughs> there you I go. Know, I think he should have taken Black Bolt's role because I'd really like to see his head explode like that, too. Uh, uh, no, you should have played Professor X, a young Professor X. <laughs> All right, let's move on to TV before we end it here. TV. 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 What shows have you been watching? So I'm all caught up on Yellowstone. All caught up on the cool, boys. Cool, <laughs> cool. That's from like I love, five I'm months ago. I'm loving the boys this season, though. Five months ago, Yellowstone. Cool, yeah, boys, whatever. whatever. What else? Anything good? Anything good? Like, We Own the City? Did you watch yeah, that? I have not seen that yet. I'm surprised. That'd be like, that's like... I know, because I love The Wire. So. Yeah, I don't. But like, I like We Love the City. Yeah. going to check it out. I think that should be next. Barry? Oh, yeah. Love Barry. Now, do you agree with the big picture when they say, like, Barry's, like, the best show right now? Best show overall? I, yeah, I got to say, from a filmmaking perspective, and then also just, they're, like, subverting so many, like, different things on the show itself. So, I think they're really nailing what they're going for. So I got to say it's my favorite show overall. Oh, you mean a Korean movie? That's what they (laughs) nailed. (laughs) That's basically what Barry is. I guess Bill Hader loves Korean stuff. I don't think he does. I think it's just ironic. I think it's just a coincidence. Um, No, I love, I love Barry. I'm not sure it's my, I'm not sure if it's the best, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely like top three or top two. Even It's up there. It's like, um, I just want to bring it up. Like, I know, like everybody always, when they ever talk, whenever they talk about Barry, they're always like, "Wow, they like balance so many genres so well, <laughs> like serious drama and action and t- this and that and comedy." It's like cool, cool. Korean movies have been doing it for like twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> cool. Watch early Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, watch any Bong Joon Ho movie. <laughs> Hell, even watch Old Boy. There's like funny parts in oh that my God, too. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. no, I love Barry. I love Barry. I um, <laughs> no, I really like the um. Actually, this is season two. Well, I'll, I'll say it anyways. Mm-hmm. My favorite set piece of the whole Barry scene um series hasn't been like you know the motorcycle chase or like the big 
uh, Taekwondo fight mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. It's actually like the one where Noho Hanks team escapes while he's like admitting that he's not really set on the for school his bus. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something about that scene is so well done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the way his henchmen are moving, they're crawling like. It's <laughs> hilarious. <too. laughs> yeah. What else have you watched? So, what, tell me some of your. Hold on, hold on. Is Barry better with Scott Ackman's or Scott Eastwood? <laughs> Scott Eastwood is like a inept flunky. <laughs> like, Scott Eastwood has like that theater actor that he was supposed to kill in season one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the guy that like bangs that guy's wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like one of those like um, stupid studio heads that are like at the. Oh, he would be really good at yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. He's they like, have to like pitch the part of Banshee. Yeah. That, that <laughs> like I, I was expecting. Yeah. But I got. Yeah. <laughs> but we really want it, huh? <laughs> a little more. <laughs> <laughs> but they should totally bring Scott Eastwood in because you got get uh the I was gonna say Gary, Gary Daniels, Daniel Bernhardt in uh, season two. Mm-hmm. So you need like Scott Eastwood for a big fight. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I love that guy. God. Or Kung Lee. <gasps> Bring Taylor Kitchen. <laughs> oh, 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 don't make me drool. <laughs> That's why he brought his name up. So you stop talking about Scott Eastwood. The Game Man, <laughs> Taylor Kitchman. Uh, Tokyo Vice, another show. I highly recommend. This is such our show. It's basically Tokyo Drift for seven hours. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm it's sold. Not. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that. It's actually really well done. It's a, uh, you know, it's Michael Mann. Yep. And there's there's an um there's a whole bromance between um Ansel Eggert and the Yakuza guy. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode where they just bro on and sing Backstreet Boys. <laughs> so it's like us on just a, like us. us on a Saturday night. It's freaking <laughs> sick. <laughs> Does it end like on a cliffhanger? Oh yeah, right yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Well, they every- canceled it, right? Yeah. Everybody dies. <laughs> Hey, spoilers. Everybody <laughs> dies. Well, one person dies. I won't tell you who. But, like, you don't know if they died. And you'll never I'm know. I'm expecting it, though. <laughs> and now you'll never know. Now you'll never know. <laughs> Did they say why it was canceled? Also, Edgar's uh, allegations. Probably that plays a main role. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Allegations. Not good. Not mm-hmm. good. Uh, another show. Oh, Ozarks. Oh, yeah. Did you... Were you satisfied with the ending? No. no. <laughs> yeah. It um Yeah, it was satisfying. I don't know what it was. And like the whole car crash thing that they do at the beginning of the season, like it's just it's so useless. Like what the hell was the point of all of that? I think part of the reason why I didn't like the final season was what I loved about the first season. Mm-hmm. A little bit about the second one, but mainly the first season. Every episode was like a full season of television. Like, mm-hmm. all this crazy shit happens. Like, so many things happen. It's like a full movie. Mm-hmm. They do that in Outer Range for the first episode. Same yeah. deal. Yeah. But then the final season, it's just they don't have much to work with. And they just stretch it out for so long. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. You don't watch Better Call Saul, though, eh? I do. Yeah. I'm not into it. It's more like I put it on the background. I'm, I'm not really into it. I love Better Call Saul. But the main bad guy in Better Call Saul, or not the main bad but the nephew uh, from, sorry, from Ozark, the nephew yeah. from Ozark, yeah. um, he just felt like a really bad, cheap knockoff of Lalo from Better Call Saul, who does it so much better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I love Lalo Salamanca, so I, I love everything about Better Call Saul, and I can't wait till the uh, last couple episodes. Man. I just throw it on for Rhea Seahorn. She's amazing. She's like 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Is that crazy? can't believe she didn't get nominated for an Emmy last and year. And like she looks amazing Ridiculous. for her age. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, the Boys. Episode that's going to drop tomorrow or, well. Herogasm? Well, today because I'm dropping this episode on the Friday. Uh, so right. episode that's dropped today. <laughs> Herogasm. <laughs> I read a little bit about it. So I, I didn't want to spoil myself too much, but apparently well, it's I mean, pretty crazy. I can tell you what happens in the comics that's not going to be on here. In the comics, like, well, it's basically an orgy for superheroes. But in the comics, uh, Homelander rapes Soldier Boy. Mm. And they're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Soldier Boy's like a kind of 
completely different character. In I like Soldier Boy. I mean, yeah. like I like Justin Axel. Justin Eccles. Yeah. He's like a hotter Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> He's doing this like this gruff voice that I've never heard him ever do. <laughs> He's a very underrated. Uh, well, I guess I don't know. I I never watched Supernatural. I'm not in that world. Yeah, I never watched it either. But, uh, I just remember him from Lost. Like a little... He's not really a movie guy. He's a TV guy, right? Yeah. So he's he's good. I, I'm i kind of like in the dark on like who's the good guy, who's the bad. <laughs> and it, it's exciting. <laughs> like Butcher's basically like Homelander. <laughs> he's not as bad, right? He's, yeah, he's... like with a little more power, he could be there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about like uh, between Soldier Boy and Butcher and Homelander. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know, like, it could be it could be uh, Social Boy and Butcher team up on Homelander, or it could be uh, Social Boy goes out of control, you get Homelander, Butcher team up on Soldier Boy. Mm. Which so I you, feel that they're going to do. Yeah. Is Homelander more terrifying than ever? <laughs> no. <Now. laughs> <laughs> He's so scary. <laughs> I don't, I, I just really like him. <laughs> yeah. It's just like something about it, like, it's, I hate it, like when they anyone talks around in that the uh, bot office or whatever. But just you feel like every single scene, like he could just pop up out of nowhere. And you're like, hey, I heard yeah. you. Yeah. Like when even when it's not taking place in bot, just any scene, like you, you got that uneasy feeling that he's gonna show up and just kill this person like right away. And so like it adds this element of danger and suspense to like almost the just the overall show and everything. I find him so, so funny, unhinged. Though. He's so funny though. <laughs> he's so. Yeah, he's, he's pretty like he says all these like fucked up shit. He's like, I'm kidding. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. And he kills Supersonic like off screen. Yeah. Which was a bit of a shock. Because I thought he was going to be more integral to the plot. Yeah, you just love him because of the boy band stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> he reminds me of Dan, more of that. Reminds me of Dan from Motown. Motown. <laughs> <laughs> you should bring those guys back. Bring them back. Yeah. All right, well, that does, for the, ah, that does it for this episode of Ethan on Action. Thanks for listening. Check out our YouTube page. Uh, more coming down the pipe, and we will be back. I promise.